If I gave you one final question, so we've got one for the first day of creation was our number. What things can overcome light? So if we're thinking about God's light and we've got one, would you answer for higher, there's lots of things, or lower? Lower. Lower. Because nothing, there is no thing can overcome the darkness. John 1 verse 5 Um, He writes, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So this is Jesus shining and the darkness has not overcome it. So there's nothing that is greater than his light. And one day, in fact, there will be no need for the sun or the moon. As John explains in his vision of the new Jerusalem in Revelation... The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives its light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendour into it. There will be no night there. This is an amazing promise of what the kingdom of God is going to be like when we're in the new heaven and the new earth. It is just God and his glory and his light and his splendour and his majesty. On Friday and our activity day at Crofton Towers, we reflected about Jesus being the light of the world. And as I said, he said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This is such an amazing truth. But I wonder, sometimes it can be hard to think about what that means. So... What are some of the things that we use? Oh, sorry. I was going to swap two of the words around and ask a very different question, which I'm going to ask in a minute. Uh, What are some things that we use for lights? As in, how do we get torch? Thank you, Pippa. Candles. I missed that one. Lamp. Telephone, yeah. Headlight, yeah. LED strip lights, excellent. Sun, yeah. The moon, the moon. Sorry, there's lots of other noise. Yeah, moon. Uh, I think there's something else. Shout out over here. A glowworm. A glowworm. Very nice. Fireflies. Don't go too close to glow worms because I'm pretty sure that is actually their poo as it comes out. But there we go. Um, yeah, I've got a fire as well. Lighthouse, as we sang earlier. I just got light bulbs. I didn't go as specific as the LED strip light bulbs. But so many different types of light bulbs. I get so confused with what I need in my house. There we go. They all have slightly different uses and places where we would use them, aren't they? Look at the lovely lights that we've got in here. They are lighting up the whole building. If we have a torch, it shines on, we get a narrow beam. But we can take it round with us. We can't take these with us. We can take out the light bulb. It's not going to work unless it's plugged in in the correct place to work. Um, 
We have the sun in the day. We have the moon <laughs> reflecting the sun at night. We have the stars at night that help guide away. Um, and we have, yeah, all give light in different ways. We went to Carity Wood on Wednesday with some of the teenagers. Had an amazing day doing there. They all did so brilliantly. They stepped out and tried new things. Everybody participated in the high ropes, um, which was really, really great. And then had lots of fun doing other stuff. And we had, um, at the end of the day, it got rather dark. We're in the countryside in Tunbridge. And, yeah, we had a lovely bonfire. We had um, a nice barbecue with some lovely glowing coals. The uh, chef on the barbecue had a head torch. We could actually see what he was doing, because otherwise it's too dark. We had phones. We had torches. Um, and actually, we had lots of different ways that brought light. That was really good. On Friday, we made some pumpkins. And we thought about them. Sorry, I caught my wire. There we go. We thought about different ways. We didn't mention... Oh, no, I did mention Sars. We've got Sars here. Um, we had so many different designs. This one has got light in it. If I lift it up. There we go. We know that sometimes pumpkins can be used and actually there can be scary faces and things that are essentially... Spreading fear and things, but the idea of doing the pumpkins is that everybody who put stuff in was going to be uh, things that are going to bring light and life to people. As we're talking about, we get to shine God's love out, his light out to all the places. We had a couple of beautiful angel ones. We had lots of ones with heart eyes, big smiley faces. Um, And it's just a really amazing way just to shine his light. So in amongst the darkness that goes out, we get to shine the lights. Right, here we go. It might be too it might be too light to see actually. I've not put a candle in a pumpkin before. <laughs> it's in. There we go. Is it giving some nice glowing? It's, no, it's still there a little bit. It just went a little bit dark. There we go. Imagine you are the pumpkin. You get to shine out his lights. And yeah, we get to um, shine God's light. The lights, the different lights that we use, They help show the way, they guide us, they protect us, they keep us safe, they allow us to see things that are there. If we didn't have any torches or phones when we were around in Carity Wood, it could be quite dangerous, there could be things that we could trip over, hurt ourselves on, you know, go into a bush, etc. They allow us to see things, Uh, to lead others, they use as a signal to others as well, so many ways. So when we think about light, we can encompass all these different things to think about this is who Jesus is for us and for others. Now, in our reading today, brought to us so lovingly uh, by Hilda, um, Daniel has a vision at night. And this vision really troubled Daniel. He had saw all these 
beasts coming out from the sea. They represent four kings, four rulers. And they are really terrifying, these beasts. We haven't read the descriptions. We missed those verses out um, in the lectionary. But you can, if you want to, you can read them. And actually, you know, this is about things that are to come. And when we look at the world right now, there can be lots of darkness and lots of things that can worry us and terrify us. I mean, our rulers keep changing. We've had numerous <laughs> leaders in the last month, two months. Um, not quite in the same way as in Daniel's day, um, but it still brings uncertainty and instability. There are wars and rumours of wars. There are needless deaths. There is sickness, poverty, loneliness. These are lots of some of the darkness that is around in our world. And maybe this is some of the darkness that we might feel ourselves. And we can get downcast of it. We can worry and look and wonder where all the hope is. But actually, we just need to look to the light. We just need to look to Jesus. And he brings that hope into that situation. Because with him, there is no hopeless situation. You see, in Daniel's vision, as well as having all these beasts from the sea, he also sees thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. This is our God. This is Jesus. And at the end of the reading, we had, The holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. This is us. We are part of God's kingdom, and that will never end. When we give our lives to Jesus, when we recognise and repent of our sins, all the things that keep us from God, and turn to him as Saviour and Lord, we become children of the Most High. We are part of his everlasting kingdom. There is hope. This hope is a firm foundation. And even though on the darkness that Daniel, uh, Daniel saw, you know, it's still, he could see all these things that were coming. But he could still see the hope of Jesus' kingdom being there, no matter what. And this is why we have in our gospel reading, Jesus declares, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep, for you will laugh. Blessed are you who, when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, 
for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So no matter what we are facing right now, Jesus' light is bigger and greater than it. He brings a hope for us. He comes and joins us in our struggles and in our times of hardship. And he brings his love, his comfort, his joy, his peace, his delight into that. And his kingdom will never end. Other powers will come and go. Different things will happen in the world. You know, we have financial crisis, global pandemics, wars, natural disasters. None of these things are new. But Jesus has all authority, glory and power, everlasting dominion and a kingdom that will never be destroyed. And we get to share in his light and the life that it brings to others. Jesus compels us to do this in the second part of our gospel reading. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. We get to be that light shining in the darkness. Um, To quote a previous holiday club, we stand against the darkness, push back the shadows, and bring light and life to all those we meet. And we're going to do this, and we're going to have a time of prayer. In a moment, I've got them up the side there. I've got some little scratch-out cards. And children, you can have the scratch-out cards. It starts off black, and there is colour and light underneath as you scratch it through. You may like to write your name, or draw yourself, or write Jesus, or maybe put on it somebody else that you're praying for. And for the rest of us, I thought I brought a piece over with me. Um, I've got little cards um, that say, let your light shine. And we're going to use that as a prayer time. So maybe there's situations, um, circumstances, people um, where we want Jesus' light to shine. We can write those on as a prayer. Or maybe there's places where we know that we need to shine. (laughs) And we can ask God to pray for ourselves that we can let his light shine through us. So we can use it for ourselves or we can use it for circumstances declaring Jesus' light to shine. We've got um, a song that's just going to play around as we do this. Uh, If I can have a couple of people come to help give some things out, that would be wonderful.